Good morning, Real Life family. Thank you so much for joining us. If you're on YouTube, be sure to like and share our video. Now, if you are a new subscriber, be sure to click the subscribe button and don't forget to click the notification bell to be notified of our new live videos. And if you're on Facebook, thank you for joining us. Click the like and share button. Good morning, everyone. How are you? This is Pastor Paul, and I'd like to welcome you to another virtual worship experience. We are coming to you live from the campus of Real Life Christian Fellowship Church, located at 841 Crossgate Road in the beautiful city of Port Wentworth, Georgia. We are so glad to have you all with us this morning. Thank you for taking the time out to join us, all of you on YouTube and on Facebook, to our Real Life Covenant partners and all of our friends all around the country. God bless you. Thank you so much for tuning in with us once again. If you don't mind, take a moment to share with your family and your friends that we are currently live. It's a very easy thing to do. If you're on YouTube, just copy the link and you can email or text that to family and friends. If you're on Facebook, all you have to do is share this to your page. We thank you in advance for being a part of our virtual evangelism team. Yes, we are evangelizing online and we are so grateful for all of you. Well, it's time now for us to have just a quick word of prayer to move into today's worship. Let's bow our heads. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this beautiful day that you've blessed us to see. We thank you, Lord, that despite everything going on around us, you have kept us. Psalm 91 is true in our lives. You have covered us, Lord, and protected us from the things that the enemy meant to harm us. And we are grateful. We lift our hands in worship and adoration. We shout out words of praise because you've not only been protection, but you've been provision. Lord God, every need that we have had, you have met it. And if a new need arises, we believe you'll meet that too. Paul says that you will meet every need according to your riches in glory. And indeed, you are rich. And we thank you, God, that you do everything on an abundant level. I ask for healing for those who are sick right now. I ask for healing of hearts for those who are hurting, who've lost loved ones over the past few days and weeks. We pray, Lord God, for everyone listening that this word that's delivered today will be a blessing to their lives. Thank you, God, for this opportunity to worship you once more. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. I'm going to ask you now to have your designated declaration leader to stand and for all of you to stand so that we can declare who we are in Jesus Christ. Are you ready? Let's go. I am the blessed of God, the head and not the tail, the lender and not the borrower, above only and not beneath. I believe only what the word says about me. The word is my sword and God's plan for my life. I am saved. I am sanctified. I am Holy Ghost filled. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus and real life, abundant life. The God kind of life belongs to me. Come on, everybody, and shout unto God with the voice of triumph for who he has made you to be. Well, we are in 2022. A week has already passed. And I am excited about what this new year holds for us. I'd like for you to do me a favor before we begin with the message. I'd like for you to, to just lay your hands right on your chest and and I want you to say to yourself, I am excited about what this year holds for me. 
Yeah, you need to say that. You need to verbalize that. The scripture says that faith cometh by hearing. And so it's important that we speak words of affirmation, words of faith in our own hearing so that we can reinforce what we already believe and we can refocus ourselves off of what we see back to what God said. So I want you to go with me to the book of Matthew chapter 18. Matthew chapter 18. If you recall last week, we talked about uh, leaving the weight behind, getting rid of the weight. We talked about that last week. And um, I'm going to continue um, to deal with that very idea on today and, and, and possibly in the weeks to come. Matthew chapter 18, we're going to verse 21. Verse 21, and we're going to read two verses, verses 21 and 22. Let's read. And it's, it's the King James, by the way. Then came Peter to him and said, Lord, how oft shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Seven times? I want to read that again because that's a very interesting question. Then Peter came to him, meaning Jesus, and said, Lord, how oft shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Seven times? Jesus saith unto him, I say not unto thee seven times, but until seventy times seven. I want you to really take in the response that Jesus gives to Peter. Jesus saith unto him, I say not unto thee until seven times, but until seventy times seven. For all you mathematicians out there doing the math, go ahead and pull that number together. Let's talk about this for a bit. Thank you, Lord, for this word today. Thank you for it reaching our hearts and changing our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. We are in a new series. We closed out 2021 in the Grace Series. And we thank God for everything that he taught us about his grace. Everyone who was a part of those messages should feel loved by God. If you weren't a part of those messages and you don't feel loved by God, you need to go back, check those out. But today we're moving into the Freedom Series. And the topic for today is forget, excuse me, forgive, forget, and move forward. Now I want you to take a good look at that graphic. That thumbnail, I hope it's still there. Take a good look at it. And if you notice, you see a chain that's broken. But if you look at that last broken link, just under the word move, you see a bird flying off into the sun. Now, if you look at the shape of that bird and look back at the link, doesn't look like that last link is becoming a bird as well. You see at the word forget, one bird is in full flight. You see, forgiving and forgetting gives us the capacity to move forward. We talked about last week how we don't want to allow the weights of life to hold us back to impede us, or to stop us altogether. So why are we talking about this subject today? We're talking about it because of what we learned in Hebrews 12 and 1. Let's look at that scripture. It says, wherefore seeing, we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. Let us lay aside Every weight, somebody shout every weight. 
and the sin which does so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. So what we're doing here is today we are laying aside one of the issues that can be weight in the life of a believer. We're getting rid of it today. We're we're moving this out of our lives so that we can go forward and run the race that is set before us. If we are holding unforgiveness or a grudge against someone, I want to say to you that we cannot run well in that condition. We are also talking about this today because of our theme. You know our theme, forging ahead. Going into our new season together. I've had some time to consider that word forging. Forging sometimes is not easy. Sometimes it is a process. We learned last week that forging can begin with slow and deliberate and purposeful and persevering steps forward. But then it gives way to an accelerated movement forward. Right now we are in our beginning stages where we are being careful to make sure that we are not taking anything that we do not need on our journey. I need somebody, five, ten people to say right now, I am not taking anything that I don't need on my journey. I have made my mind up that I am going to travel light. And what I mean by that is that I'm going to travel free of the things that will bind me, the things that will hurt me, the things that will cause me to ride on emotional roller coasters. I'm going to travel free of the things that can keep me from being everything that God called me to be and having everything that God called me to have. Because there's enough stuff going on in this world and in my life. I do not need to add to it. So if I've got to forgive somebody in order to be free enough to be who God called me to be well then by George that's what I'm going to do today somebody shout hallelujah mayoclinic.org says that forgiveness brings a kind of peace that helps you to go on with life forgiveness brings a kind of peace that helps you to go on with life And when I read that, I heard it twice. What do you mean by that, Pastor Taylor? I heard it in two different ways. The first thing I heard is that forgiveness brings a kind of peace that helps you to move forward. So this, this, this indicates that if we are living in unforgiveness, if we're holding a grudge, if we're living in offense, that means that we are stagnant. That we're being held back. That we're trying to move forward. But the weight of unforgiveness is keeping us from doing so. Sure, we went from 21 to 22 physically. But where are we spiritually, mentally, and emotionally? Can I tell you that your whole self needed to come into 2022? Oh, yes, your whole self. Somebody say my whole self. In fact, you need to speak to yourself and say, come on, all of me is going into 2022. I am not leaving anything behind, not my mind, not my spirit, not my emotions, but I'm bringing it all forward into 2022. Yeah, the clock struck 12, and a lot of people only physically entered in. They tuned into church and they shouted and they worshiped and they gave God glory for the theme that their churches were giving out to include our church as well. And they're excited about a new year and everybody say, I'm looking this forward to see what God will do in 2022. You know how we come up with those little rhymes and all that stuff. Yeah, I'm making resolutions. Yeah, but you know what happened? We make resolutions. We declare that it's going to be a great year. But because we still have some stuff that we're carrying that we were supposed to drop off, this year has the potential to be just like the year before and just like the year before and just like the year before. But I just want somebody to stand with me today and say, no, sir, not this time around. This is a brand new year with brand new opportunities. It's a brand new season, and I am going in. 
Yes, yes, I'm going in. Forgiveness brings a kind of peace that helps you to move forward. But the second thing that I heard is that forgiveness brings a kind of peace that helps you to really live. Think about that. Not only does forgiveness give us the type of peace that helps us to move forward, but it brings us the kind of peace to help us to really and truly live. A lady by the name of Abigail Brenner shared her thoughts on forgiveness on psychologytoday.com where she said, and listen to this, forgiving gets you out of victim mode. Hey! That hit hard right there. Forgiveness gets you out of victim mode. Pastor Taylor, why did you read that? Because you can't be the victor if you are the victim. See, unforgiveness keeps us in that state where we're the victim. And it, and it, and it keeps us in that state where, where, look at what they did to me. Look at how they treated me. Look at how they left me down. They, they didn't do for me what they did for them. See, it keeps us in that place of being hurt. But it does not strengthen us in any way. So what forgiveness does is it shifts us from being the victim to the victor. Somebody shout, I'm a winner today because of Jesus Christ. Yes, so it moves us out of that place where we're feeling sorry for ourselves and we, re, we revisit moments in time when people were simply being human, making mistakes, sometimes doing things on purpose, but that's what humans do. She also said that forgiveness frees you. And I want to give you an equation today. I want to share with you today that unforgiveness equals weight. Last Sunday, we said that we were going to lay aside every weight to include unforgiveness. Jesus said in John 10.10 10, that the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. He said, I am come that they might have life. And that they might have it more abundantly. So who is it that would want us to be burdened underneath the weight of unforgiveness? Would it be the thief, the enemy, Satan, the devil, Lucifer? Would it be that he is the one that would want us to stay on this roller coaster of emotions about a situation that is past and gone. To keep our focus there so it can't be here. So that we can't move forward. So that we can't grow. So that we can't progress. So that we can't become who God has called us to be. So that 2022 is simply a changing of numerical years and not in actuality a new season. Jesus said, I came that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. What he wants for you is the God kind of life. The kingdom life. The best life. And so there's something we got to do as we follow him. We got to start putting this stuff away. We got to start dealing with it so that it doesn't continue to trip us up. Because that's what uh, Hebrews 12 told us. That these things can easily beset us. They can trip us up. They can become impediments. You understand? So the enemy keeps throwing memories in our path to trip us up but we can't allow him to continue to do that he cannot continue to win that battle in our lives no today we win we're going to go ahead and deal with this so we can go forward with our lives so that we can go into 22 and we can have what God has promised us I want to share with you some things that the Lord revealed to me about forgiveness these things blessed me as I wrote them down, here they are. When we forgive, we release ourselves from the bondage of a past event and give ourselves permission to go forward unencumbered. 
I want to say that again. When we forgive, we release ourselves from the bondage of a past event and give ourselves permission to go forward unencumbered. The word unencumbered means not having any burden or impediment. It also means, the word impediment means any hindrance or obstruction in doing something. So when we forgive, we release ourselves. Somebody say, I got the key. I got the key. When we forgive, we release ourselves and we give ourselves permission to move forward with our lives into our destiny, into our new season. Hallelujah. Unencumbered, without the weight, without the obstructions, without the things that cause us to trip up. What got us in the past will not get us going forward. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Somebody shout, I'm a new creature. The scripture declares that whom the sun sets free is free indeed. So if you're free, go ahead and free yourself. See, when we forget, forgive, forget, move forward. When we forget, we refuse to allow that moment to control or define us. I heard a lot of people say, I, I, I can forgive. But I can't forget. I won't forget. But when we forget, what we do is we refuse to allow that moment to control us or to define us. I'll, I'll share some of my testimony so that nobody else has to. But there were times when I was mad at somebody about something. And so we parted ways because of what they did to me or what I perceived that they did to me. And I was angry with them. And, and, and it's amazing. I could be having a good day. Somebody bring their name up. Or I see them somewhere. And I go back to that moment of what they did to me. That could have been two years ago. I'm having a good day. I'm sitting down. I got an ice cream cone in my hand. I'm having a wonderful time. And I see them and it ruins my day. Now here's the thing. They didn't see me, and they don't even know I'm mad. They are completely unaffected by my anger. So now, that moment is controlling me. It's defining me. But in 2022, I have made up my mind. I have resolved to forgive and forget. So that I can go forward with my life unencumbered. And I don't have to be bound to a moment that has passed. And I'm free now to walk into my future. Yes, we may remember it. But we will not dwell in it. Hallelujah. That thing may come back to mind when we hear their name. It may come back to mind when we see them, but we will not dwell on it. We will not allow our day to be ruined by it. We will not lose our appetite because of it. And we will not stop being who God called us to be so we can sit in that moment. Somebody shout, I will not dwell on it. We make a decision to remain in the present. Because that's where life is. Life is in the present. It's not in the past. We can't go back there and change anything. But what we can do is we can live right now. We're not in tomorrow. God is. He's there already getting everything lined up for us. Our only responsibility is to live for him in the present. Somebody say, I'm going to live right now. 
Oh yeah, starting right now in this moment. It is 10.26 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Come on, somebody say right now. I declare that I'm going to live my best life. I'm not going to wish that something had not happened. I'm not going to say when this or that happens. I am going to start living now. This is my new season and I'm going to live like it. Oh, God, I felt that in my spirit. Somebody shout, this is my new season, and I'm going to live like it. That's your positive affirmation for the week. When you get up in the morning, stand in front of your mirror and say, this is my new season, and I am going to live like it. Speak the word over your own life, in your own hearing. Announce it so that the enemy can hear your intention. Announce it so the angels in heaven can hear your intention. Announce it so that you can hear your intention. And then there's that part of this called move forward. Forgive, forget, move forward. Well, move forward is explanatory. Because we have no time. To be stuck in the past. We don't have time for that. We got to be moving forward. We, we got stuff to do in the now. So we don't have time to be stuck. In the past. Here are a few more reasons to forgive. I want to go to the Bible for just a moment. Go to Psalms 103. Starting at verse 8 going through to verse 14. King James Version. <laughs> three reasons, I believe I've got here. Three reasons to forgive. The first one is, we have been forgiven. Yeah, I said it. I said it. I went there. I went there. I know somebody said, Pastor, why you had to go there? I went there, and I'm going to stay there. We have been forgiven. That, that, that's one of the reasons that we should forgive. Look at what this says. Verse 8. The Lord is merciful and gracious. Listen to the description. Slow to anger and plenteous in mercy. Somebody ought to be running around their house right by now. But be careful. Don't you, don't you trip over that chair or that coffee table. Hallelujah. The Lord is merciful and gracious. You ought to be glad about that. Slow to anger and plenteous in mercy. Lord, have you done something this week that should have made God angry? Have you done something where you need his mercy? Oh, somebody shout here. I'm so glad that God is merciful and gracious. He's slow to anger and he's plenteous in mercy. That means he got more than enough mercy. Somebody shout more than enough. Verse 9, he will not always chide. Neither will he keep his anger forever. Stay at verse 9 for me, please, Deacon Maddox. He will not always chide. He will not always fuss and argue that's what that really means to go to do a back and forth you know how I, I, I had a grandparent my grandmother would get on to me about everything everything I did she would get on to me to correct me I understood she loved me she wanted the best for me but she'd always stay on me but this is say he won't always chide neither will he keep his anger forever oh I love God verse 10 watch this now everybody ought to shout over this one he hath not dealt with us after our sins. Are you reading this with me? Nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. Can we sit there for a minute? God has not dealt with us after our sin. If we, if we did get what we deserved. Oh, we'd be in a mess. Because the Bible said that the wages of sin is Death, that means everybody would be going poof, wouldn't be nobody on planet Earth. This mic, would, this stand would be vacated, the mic would be on the floor. I wish I had a witness here. If he dealt with us according to our sins, we'd be in trouble. And he has not rewarded us according to our iniquities. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Oh, God, I give you the glory. But verse 11 says this, watch this. For as high as the heavens... Mm, is above the earth so great is his mercy toward them 
that fear him, that's real high right there. That's a distance right there. That's a lot of mercy. My goodness, as high as the heaven is above the earth, I don't even know how far that is. As high as the heaven is above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. I fear you, Lord. Hallelujah. That's me. It's Paul calling on you. I'm standing in the need of mercy. Glory to God. Verse 12, as far as the east is from the west, everybody shout right here so far hath he removed our transgressions from us as far as the east is from the west oh my gosh oh my gosh he moved our transgressions that far away the sins we committed the mistakes we made the stuff that we did on purpose he removed them that far away? Did you know that if you go east, you keep going east? If you go west, you keep going west. They don't meet. So as far as the east is from the west, Deacon Maddox, all that stuff we did back in the day, to include yesterday, he has removed them. From us, somebody ought to shout, I have been forgiven. Verse 13 says, like as a father pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear him. He feels for us. He has empathy for us. He looks at us. He sees our condition. And it moves him. He has compassion for us. That's why he sent his son. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish. But have everlasting life. And even while we were enemies. Christ died for us. He took pity on us. Verse 14. My favorite. For he knoweth our frame. He remembereth that we are dust. What does this mean? God knows what we're made of. He made us. But what that also means is God knows our weaknesses. He knows that we're merely human. Oh, here's a revelation for you. The people that we deal with on a day-to-day Bases are only human. They're flawed. They're not perfect. They are prone to make mistakes. Make bad decisions. Make bad judgments. They are prone to say things that maybe they shouldn't have. They're prone to strike out when they should embrace. Somebody help me here. They're human. And the reason that he extends mercy to us is because he knows that fact. And so what if, I know it's a crazy idea, but I'm going to put it out there anyway. What if we extended mercy to one another? Because we know each other's frame. We know that we're only human and that we are all imperfect. And that none of us gets it right all the time. And that all of us do things that we shouldn't do. And that all of us say things that we shouldn't say. Come on, talk to me somebody. Even though we've been hurt, we have also caused hurt. So maybe if we had a little mercy, maybe if we remember our humanity, it will help make forgiveness a little easier. I'm just trying to help somebody. I'm just trying to help somebody. We got to move past this stuff and we got to go forward. Here's the second reason that we should forgive. It is the Christian thing to do. It is the Christian thing to do. I'm running out of time, so I'm going to have to go ahead and get through this. Colossians 3, 12 through 15. Colossians 3, 12 through 15. Listen to what it says. It says, put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, 
bowels of mercies. There that word is again. Humbleness of mind. Meekness, long-suffering. Here it is. Ready? Forbearing one another. Be patient with one another. Give each other room to be human, to get better, to grow. Forbearing one another. And there it is. Forgiving one another. Mm. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. Boy, that hit different right there. That hit different, didn't it, Deke? That hit different right there. Forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. And above all these, put on charity which is the bond of perfectness. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts. Let the peace of God rule in your hearts. Let the peace of God rule in your hearts. Let the peace of God rule in your heart. One more time for grace. Let the peace of God rule in your heart, to the which also you are called in one body. And be ye thankful. Now the Message Bible says it this way. I, I like the way the Message Bible puts it. It says that we should be quick to forgive an offense. It says that we should forgive as quickly and as completely as the Master forgave us. Lord, have mercy. The New Century Version says this about that peace ruling in our mind. It says, let the peace that Christ gives control your thinking. Selah. Selah. Pause and calmly think on that. Ephesians 4, 31 through 32 puts it this way. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you. With all malice. And be ye kind to one another. Tender hearted. Forgiving one another. Even as God for Christ's sake. Hath forgiven you. Lord have mercy. We should be nice to each other. We should be thoughtful toward one another. Some of the other things we need to unpack and get out of our bag. Bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, evil speaking, and malice. Let's get them out of, the, out of the bag. We don't need that in our luggage. Let's get rid of that stuff. And let's get rid of that unforgiveness while we're at it. Come on, let's get it out of our bags. Get it out of the luggage. We don't need it where we're going. Let's be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake have forgiven you. The third reason that we should forgive, it's biblical, it's here, is that it makes us like our father. Don't you want to be like your father? We're called Christians, so we ought to be Christ-like. We shouldn't be Christians just because we go to church. We shouldn't be Christians just because we recite a declaration. Because we subscribe to the tenets and the principles, the precepts of the word. But we should be Christian in lifestyle. We should look like Christ. Live like Christ. Love like Christ. Forgive like Christ. We should be like our father. Because Christ was like his. Ephesians 5, 1 through 2. Amplified Bible. Listen to what it says. Therefore become imitators of God. Well, that's good stuff. Copy him and follow his example. As well-beloved children imitate 
their father well. Well, okay, if, if, if we're going to imitate God, we just read that God forgave us for Christ's sake. So then we can forgive one another for Christ's sake. Imitate your father. Be imitators of God as dear children. Copy him and follow his example. He gave the example. He showed us what to do. As well-beloved children imitate their father. Verse 2, here it is. And walk continually in love. That means all the time, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 12 months a year, 365 days a, a, a year to include a leap year. Oh, every year of the decade of, uh, of a century. Come on, we, 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 we always walk in love. Listen, that is value one another. Oh, this is good stuff right here. Walk continually, continually in love. That is value one another. Here it is. Practice empathy and compassion. Unselfishly. Seeking the best for others. Just as Christ also loved you and gave himself up for us. An offering and a sacrifice to God. Slain for you so that it became a sweet fragrance. Wow. Those are the three reasons we should forgive can I go back over those number one we should forgive because we were forgiven every last one of us we deserve to die for the things that we did because the wages of sin is death but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus we confessed our sins unto him and he was faithful and just to forgive us and he didn't stop there. He also cleansed us from all unrighteousness. <laughs> the second reason that we should forgive is because it is simply the Christian thing to do. It's the type of conduct that we have been called to by the tenets of our faith. The scripture, the word of God. This is how we are supposed to live as Christians, loving one another, forgiving one another. And then the third reason we should forgive is because it makes us like our father. He started this whole thing with forgiveness. If you search the scriptures, you will see the many, many times when God's people did things to hurt him. They offended him and went against his will. And he was the one who went out to them to fix the relationship. It seems to me that if they were the one that messed up, they should have went back and begged his pardon. But he was the one that instigated the reconnection by giving them an opportunity to repent. Search the scriptures. Now, for those who say, yeah, Pastor, I hear what you're saying. That's a great message. What a wonderful word for the second Sunday of the year. I can forgive, but I, 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 I can't forget. I, I just won't forget. I, I want to inspire you today because forgiving and forgetting helps us to be able to move forward. See, forgetting just means to just choose not to remember. To choose not to allow that moment to control you, to confine you. It, it means not to be defined by it. it. It might come across your mind, but we don't, we don't sit there in it. We choose to go forward. Listen to what the word of God says here. Isaiah 43, 25. Last scripture for the day, and we're closing. I, even I, am he that blotteth out thy transgressions for mine own sake. And I will not remember thy sins. Here's, here's what God's saying. I'm the one who blots out your transgressions. I want you to imagine a piece of paper with the word sin written on it. 
And God says, I'm the one who blots it out. I'm the one who makes it where you can't even see it anymore. I just blotted it out. And he said, I did it for my own sake. I did it because I wanted to. I didn't do it because of anything you did to deserve it. I didn't do it. I didn't do it because you, you self-corrected. No, no. I did it for my own sake, God said. And he says, and I will not huh, remember thy sins. What does this mean? I, I made a decision that as we go forward, you as my people and me as your God, that I am not going to keep what you did in my mind. That I am going to deal with you from this point going forward. From the point where I blotted out your sin, I'm going to deal with you from there going forward. I'm not going to hold it against you. I'm not going to treat you based on what you did. <laughs> I'm not going to withhold anything from you based on that. No! He says we're going forward. I forgave you. And I choose not to remember. That's what God does for us. That's what he did for us. There's a song that I used to sing when I was a younger man. It said, he looked beyond my faults and he saw my needs. I want to take that a little bit further. Not only did he look beyond my faults and see my needs, but he also met my needs. One of those needs was salvation. I didn't deserve it. We didn't deserve it. But he did it anyway. Forgive. Forget. Now let's move forward. Heavenly Father, thank you for the word today. I know this, is, this can be difficult for us. But Lord, give us the strength to do what we need to do. Give us the strength to forgive. To not be confined by that moment in time so we can move forward with our lives. We learned last week that we could ask you for help. God, we ask you for help. Help us to move toward our freedom. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If this word has reached you today, I mean really reached you, just lift your hands and give God the glory for your freedom, for your life in Christ, for your new season. For those of you who aren't saved, if this message has resonated with you, you know you need God's help to get over life that has been so that you can now walk into life that can be. Would you pray this prayer with me? Heavenly Father, please forgive me for my sins. I'm sorry for everything that I did that was against your will, knowingly and unknowingly. I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that Jesus Christ is Lord and that he died on the cross to save me from my sins. I also believe that on the third day, God raised him up from the dead, and he is alive forever, seated on the right hand of God, making intercession for us. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer today, I want to ask you to please text the word salvation to 912-325-9959. What that looks like is when you get ready, you take your phone out to text someone. Go to your text app and uh, at the top, we want you to put in that phone number in the to section. 912-325-9959. And then in the message section, what you want <clears throat> to send, type in the word salvation. Hit send and you will receive a text back with a link in it. You click that link and it will open up and reveal a form that at the top of it, it explains the decision you made today.
and beneath that is a questionnaire. If you fill that out and you give us permission, we will reach out to you to give you support in your new life with Jesus Christ. God bless you, and might I be the first to say welcome to the body of Christ. God bless you all. Thank you so much for worshiping with us. We ask you to all please stay connected and receive inspiration and information by visiting our website at www.reallifeptwentworth.com. Again, that's www.reallifeptwentworth.com. Stay connected. Go check out your website. Get that inspiration and that information there this week. Well, thank you for worshiping with us today. On behalf of myself, Pastor Leslie, and our leadership team, we would like to say God bless you. Have a wonderful week and make sure you stay safe. Now, I speak the blessing of God over the people of God, the blessing that makes rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. In Jesus' name, let every believer say thank God and amen. Make sure you stay tuned for our virtual announcements. Have a great week. Thank you.